No one ever saw this coming, but here we are, bonded forever by the same ex-husband. Once arch enemies and now partners in crime, we journey to the edge of sanity to uncover the dark truth about our ex-husband. My name is Athena. And I'm Amber. And we are the creators of Ex-Wives Undercover. The following information is based on real-life events. What you're about to hear contains adult content and intended for an adult audience. Hello, everyone. This is episode two, Calculated Carl. My name is Athena. And I'm Amber. And welcome back to X-Files, our special listener series. Oh, yes. Kind of. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And we are so excited to have Melissa here with us. Um, I might call you Mel some of the times. It's kind of a bad habit. But Melissa, Mel, welcome. And thank you so very much for coming on and sharing your story with us. It's a long time coming. We've been talking about it for a little bit. And just so our listeners know, I went to school with Melissa to college. So (laughs) we didn't know about these stories that we chat until after my Ben story came out. And then it was like, Ams, guess what? I also went through something similar. So that's how we connected. And it's crazy. Her story is just as shitty as mine. And I don't even know how... (laughs) it through to the other side, but we did. We did. Thank goodness. And so it was a three and a half plus year relationship with Carl. Yes. Yes. Three and a half years plus about a year of lingering. Right. Cause we never can shake him. Right. Like they always, it's never a clean break. Yes. So tell us, tell us how you met him, Melissa. So uh, honestly, he approached me on Facebook. We had mutual friends um, from um, the industry that he worked in, a couple of my really good friends. And he sent me a message over Facebook and we lived in different states at the time. And he said he was going to be in my town. And did I want to meet for a drink? And oh, like, so he initiated this. Oh yeah. I had oh, never wow. talked to him. I mean, I knew of him just because of the, like the mutual connection of friends on Facebook, but, okay. um, yeah, I had never, I didn't know anything about him besides that he was a photographer and knew my friends. Um, so I was sort of like, sure. Yeah. Okay. That was December. And then he ended up canceling last minute later. I found not out a good that- sign. Right. 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 I found out that he, what I think was that he was driving through town and was going to stop and have a drink with me. But the girl he had been or was dating at the time had done the trip with him. So therefore he couldn't stop. So he canceled on me last minute. But then in February, I heard from him again and he said he was going to be in town um, for work. And did I want to meet for a drink? And I was like, who is this guy? Yeah. (laughs) I I tend to be very skeptical to begin with. As you may remember, I don't do a lot of dating. I like, I'm I'm sort of skeptical of people. So I, you know, contacted my friend right away and I was like, who is this guy? Like, you know, should I go have a date with him? Is he a serial killer? Like what's the scoop? Did Uh, your friends have any kind of relationship with him to be able to say, yes, he's a great guy or I don't know anything you're on your own or. Yeah. So he said, um, you know, I know him through work. He mentored my friend, mentored him through his business, his, um, as he was trying to grow his business. 
And so he knew him through that. He said, he's a nice guy. I think he's single. Um, he had a girlfriend while I was working with him and they were on and off again. Um, all the time, like on and off, but otherwise that was pretty much all he said. So I thought, okay, you know, he's, you know, whatever. I trust my friend. I'll go check it out. Um, so he ended up in town for work. We had, um, coffee and then went to dinner, went to ice cream. Um, it was a little awkward cause you know, I didn't know. I mean, we had chatted a little bit beforehand, but, and before we met, um, I appreciated that he was super inquisitive. Like he really was trying to get to know me over text before meeting, um, asking a lot of questions, really feeling like he wanted to get to know me. Um, I could, his personality came through really, really strongly and really well over text, which I thought was unique because I think a lot of people aren't very good at text. So it was um, sort of interesting and then awkward to meet him. Um, but we had a good time. He, I, I had just been laid off from my job. Like literally my territory had just been eliminated. So he brought me his laptop because my only laptop that I had was for the companies and I mm -hmm. needed to continue looking for jobs. So he had a spare laptop. He brought it for me and left it with me. And I was like, wow, who is this guy? That's very generous and nice. He doesn't even know me. So, you know, he was, he's, he's very overly generous right off the bat, which helps him stand out, I think. Mm -hmm. um, but that's kind of how it started. He's cute. Like our listeners should know he's very suave. Did he come across as like yeah. arrogant Mr. Like everyone loves me because he's a cute guy. No, but okay. He wasn't that cute. He oh, really? Like, no, I, I fixed some things. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know. Is that how it always is? It is. And I vow to stop doing that. I'm like, I'm not yes. the, the, like fixing your clothes in your hair anymore. The next guy needs to have it together. But yes. I'm not, <laughs> not doing that. I've like done that too many times now. No, he was, I mean, he, his, his big thing is, um, he loves a specific designer and so he had lots of that designer ties, um, the ties that he would wear to events and things, but he was sort of like, he looked like Gumby, like everything. He's like very long and lean and, um, everything was baggy and oversized and didn't fit well. His hair was like still in the like spiky, messy mode. Um, and I was like, we have to got to do, I'm like, you've got great hair. Like we have to do something with it. <laughs> so Carl got a makeover. Yeah. So I took him to a hairstylist and got him a, um, a good haircut. And then, you know, we stopped shopping at express, no offense to anybody that loves that store, but we stopped shopping at express and we kind of have <laughs> game on the clothing, but he like, he's very, everything is very too extreme with him. So he took that and just like ran with it. And then he had to have a Louis Vuitton bag and he just like became he, he knew he was did you make him into a monster. Was he a crazy bad person before you, or did you create this? Not that it's your fault. I know, right? But yes, did I you create did. the monster or no, already nuts because we have, okay. we have, um, well, uh, Callie, let's, we'll call her, um, Callie, the, the ex before me, yeah. um, who also lives down here. Um, I was hoping she would be able to be on with me because it would be so much more fun. Cause she's like my Athena. Yes, um, he did. He must be amazing. She's amazing. She, she <laughs> paved the way first for she all paved of us. The way first. Uh, she oh, was, she was the girlfriend before. She was the, the wife. Before. The she wife. Girlfriend or wife? No, Not no, the wife. Okay, just girlfriend. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. Second wife. And but she was nineteen when she met him, so she was super young and was 
like really in love with him and yeah. moved with him down here um, as he was in the process of trying to like grow his business and get into a like more luxury market for, for photography. Um, anyway, so she stayed down here. We became friends and she's got just as many crazy stories. Like the time he told her he was gay because he supposedly couldn't get rid of her. Um, God. You know, it's just like, it's just never any, I mean, I could talk to you guys for like probably five hours. About- oh, totally. <laughs> I know. Well, I get but- it. There's always so many cover stories, one story to cover another story. And oh, Ben yeah. had a lot of those random. I remember him pretending to be gay at one point to get out of I mean, he, that he, hit said run he, was, he was in, remember? Right. I mean, my God, he said he was raped of all. Yeah, that's like, crazy. wow, that's reaching. But we fall for that shit, right? Because you want to believe. Because it's so far fetched. So, yeah. So believable. They though. are. Well, I just feel like, oh my God, he can't possibly, like, who will come up with that? That couldn't be a lie because, like, who would say that? I know. That's right? crazy. They're, but they're skilled. I'm, I'm convinced that they, you know, they like craft they're like master craft, they're masters at crafting their words. They see what works and then they're like, Oh, like put file that away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> file that away. Cause that one worked on this girl. Yes. Yes. Next that- girl. And they just like yeah. so- they build on it. They build on it. Yes. You're absolutely right. Because me, remember like- Amber was like stories grew bigger, bigger. Oh yeah. Bigger. It was just crazy. Okay. So let's go back to the beginning. So yeah. when you first met him, there was no blatant red flags, right? Or was there other than he canceled last minute on you? Yeah. But again, it's like, you want to give them the, the benefit of the doubt. You're like, okay, I mean, shit happens. So yeah, no, like that, you know, plans change, whatever, mm-hmm. he was like driving straight through and not going to have time to stop. That was his explanation. So whatever. And I didn't know him. I had never even talked to him before. So it was like, whatever, I don't care. Um, but yeah, they're not initially, initially, but pretty quickly there were red flags. I mean, we were, uh, we were just friends, um, and chatting, um, and he was single, um, for probably about a month before anything else developed between us. Um, he did invite me right away to come do an event with him. Um, Because like we said, you had just ended your job. So you didn't have a job at this point. So you were able to fly. And so to kind of help with his photography business. And and were you previously in the photography industry? No, no, I had, I, um, I had experience working in like the industry that he works in for photography. Okay. um, As did my friends that he knew. um, Okay. But yeah, not photography myself. So what's interesting is that he uses the events and invites people to go with the events, um, and help him claiming that he needs like a second shooter he needs an assistant. Like, so. And it's exciting. Like like, when you're going to all these cool, fun events in different Mm -hmm. States and different countries and why wouldn't you? It's like, yeah, how fun. Yay. Let's do this. Not working. I adventure. I have lots of time on my hands. He's offering to pay for everything, which is also his kind of his MO. Like he, Mm -hmm. he'll fly you down. He'll, you know, you'll stay in a hotel or with him or whatever. Um, he pays for all the food. Like he literally it's all expenses paid. Wines you and dines you now, just so our listeners know what year did you meet? So we met in the beginning of 2015. Oh, okay. So it's a while back. Okay. Yeah. I thought this was only a few years ago. It, so six years. Well, yeah, I guess. Cause he, he's been gone from where he's 
he moved out of the area that I live in now. Oh, good. Thank you, Jesus. And a half years ago. Okay. So yeah. So, so did it start hot and heavy or you said it took about a month before yeah. you were like, Oh, I think we might be a thing. Yeah. So did he love bomb you or was it just kind of like a slow creep to get into your good graces? I remember one of the, um, texts he sent, um, and pretty quickly on, it was something like a, Hey, you kind of a, and I, that stuff creeps me out. If you do that too fast and like, mm-hmm. Oh no, 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 no. I don't red like flag, that. red flag. Yeah. yeah. Like, Hey, you like that kind of thing. And I'm like, Oh no, we're just friends. So I always play the friend card card really hard at first with anybody, because I want the ability to like feel this person out and Oh, smart. Am I going to like you? Am I, I want an out basically. Yep. I want an out in case I like, don't have any feelings for you, etc. And I am not a regular, a dater. Which, yeah. Which made him want you even more because when <laughs> I've ever done that, oh my gosh, I was, I was thinking, man, I should just make a habit of this even when I'm not into them, because I don't know if it's the chase or what it is somewhere along the line, they get you they, and they hook you in and all of a sudden you're oh, in. Oh yeah. Just so like you. how long did it take? Yeah. I'm, I'm curious to hear like how long we're all of a sudden you're like, I'm in, I'm so infatuated with this guy and he's amazing. And I'm in yeah. like, what did he do to get you sexy time? Um, right. No, I know. Right. Honestly, did Gumby have a big wing? I don't know. I'll edit that out. I swear I'll edit it out, but <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I even did a Tinder profile for him within the first month or was it Bumble? Maybe it was Bumble, but anyways, oh. I did a dating profile for him in the first month. And what was funny is that, I mean, I was like truly trying to just be friends with this guy, like physically attracted to him right off the bat. Yeah. Um, So So he did creep up on you. So he was like, oh, I'm going to go out on this date with this girl. And he sent me a photo of a girl that had similar coloring to mine. Oh my gosh. She a little ginger. Yes. Cute little ginge. Yep. So I was like, okay, well, that's interesting. What's he trying to say there? Anyways. So I went (laughs) to the event with him. I went okay. to an event with him. Nothing happened. I stayed in a hotel room the first night, stayed at his place the second night. Nothing happened. Totally platonic. Um, went and visited him uh, on another trip, like a couple weekends after that. Still nothing happened. It literally was just platonic, but he's very fun. Like he's energetic. He's oh funny. Gosh. He's charming. Mm-hmm. What does this all remind you guys of? I mean, Amber, two weekends Hello. ago, good on paper. Is that what it's called on that net? Net, oh, yeah. yeah, that Netflix show. Have you yes. watched it, Melissa? Yes. Melissa. I have not. Oh my gosh. Okay. Good so on paper. They all do. It's it's um that new movie on Netflix. And while I was visiting Amber in Portland, all of us girls watched it with Avery too. And everything you just said is exactly identical. She was what friends happened. with him. <laughs> First. Yeah. And he played it all along to pretend to be friends, but he put her in situations. So it could always be there. Went on fake dates and was like, mm-hmm. you know, like sad yeah. stories. Oh my gosh. This is, you guys are twinning right now. Yes. yes. And it's based totally. off a true story. So. Yes. So, um, it's funny. Think, okay. So here's where, here's where things changed. It was, okay. uh, St. Patrick's day. So March. So we went from, yeah, basically a month. Um, and, I was like, oh, oh crap. I like think I start, I'm starting to like, like this guy. Cause he's so yeah. fun. And we talk all the time. 
and having such a good time, obviously traveling to these events. It just, it's like, when does this kind of stuff happen? Maybe there's something really here. So sort of fessed up on St. Patrick's day. Okay. And he's like, what does this mean? Like, what if there's love, then what do we do? And I was like, well, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. So then he invites me to um, another event in Austin. He has to shoot an event in Austin um, like the following week. So he flies me to Austin okay. and I do the event with him. And that was the official, like he introduced me as his girlfriend. At oh, the geez. And oh, I was still, even, I was still like, oh, like, don't like, I don't want a title. Like where I'm not there yet, but he, he was like ready to roll. Um, however, the weekend, I think it was the weekend prior to that, um, I discovered that he wasn't actually single. So this was the first red What? Oh. He wasn't single. He had been dating someone. Heck no. Because I found her Instagram page and it was- What made you snoop though? What made you like, this is new. Like you should be like, you know what I mean? There was something that you felt like I need to go look around. I think what was that? It was, um, you know, I, he, because of promoting his business on Instagram, he was all over Instagram all the time and constantly posting photos and people are constantly commenting and the praise and the whole thing. And so when you see a specific girl that's Mm -hmm. constantly posting, you immediately get alerted. Like who's, who is that? Yeah. The the repetitive poster. Absolutely. Or why is she posting hearts like on every single photo? Exactly. So I think I clicked on her photo and that's where it all, like all the photos of them and together on her page. I was like, you're a lying sack of shit. I don't, I'm sending you your laptop back. Like I don't have liars in my life. This is not okay. I like told, I got super pissed and I was like, I'm done. I don't need. And this is within a couple months, right? Literally within a month. Oh yeah. Wow. Right after the talk. Yes. So he did all of the things. He did all of the, the right things, right? He had her, he was like, no, 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 that was, that's old. You know, it's, it's not. Oh, of course, they're old pictures. Right. Um, so he had her take them all down and she did. She took them she all did? down. Yes, oh. She did? Yes. All down immediately. What made her take them down if they were together? See, that's crazy. No. So Avery did no. the same thing. Ben somehow got her to remove pictures of they're the two good. of them together. He probably said, he probably said you're that Melissa was crazy. Yeah. He didn't want her seeing their private photos. It's, he probably manipulated it. Of course. However, it is me like, and what the heck? And the girl totally she obliges. Complied. She complied and she took them all down immediately. And he would like tell her, you know, uh, because what's interesting is that she, so she lived in the same, we were still living in same, different states at this point. She lived in the same state as he was. And he, okay. they continued working together. Oh, She was working for him because that's his MO. She was doing his social media for him. So that's why she was all over the social media account. And he was paying her to do that, et cetera, et cetera. And that's why she would be over at his apartment because it was for work and like paying her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So yeah. that continued on under the, under the, I guess, disguise of them working together. Um, but that's how he, that's his MO. He always has, he incorporates you into yes. his business, yes. his business. to do. Yeah. Um, so what made you feel comfortable enough to keep pursuing him and moving forward? Because he always said all of the right things, right? Mm-hmm. We had another situation within the first two months where, um, and it was another girl on Instagram. He was going to do another event that I wasn't going to with him. And she um, posted a 
photo of her, her flight to go meet him for this event. And he said that she was interested in photography and that wanted to come second shoot with him and that he didn't buy her flight. She's paying her own way. The whole thing, right. The whole thing. Always a cover story that yep. could be semi-believable. Yeah. Right. right. That's the thing is like, even if you have 0.05% in your brain of like, it could be possible. It's like, when you want to believe you will. Of course. And like, I yeah. Okay. She's just, me. yeah. He stayed on the phone with me until like, he's like, until probably like two o'clock in the morning. He was like, I'm going to stay on the phone with you. I'll stay on the phone with you all night until I want you to like fall asleep and feel comfortable. He sent me caught like photos of his bank statements to prove that he didn't oh my gosh. Fight for her. Um, but that being said, he would, when he would buy my flights, I would purchase the flight and pick the flight and then he would just reimburse me in cash. So oh, probably did go. the same thing for her. Yeah. Exactly. He can't he canceled her because he got busted, right? So he canceled that situation. <laughs> she didn't go. Um and then I mean it, it was just it was and then while he was there, it was sort of like hey, you know, do you want to like face like how, how do I know she's not and he would joke too. He's like she's not in the car, like giving me a blow job right now. I'm by myself. <laughs> yeah, he knew. So right off the bat, he knew that you were starting to be suspicious and you're watching his social media. So do you feel like he got even more careful about oh, yeah. who was posting what so that you wouldn't know? No. Cause he would just, I mean, just like with Ben, I mean, they just spin every story and they, he know, he knew all the right things to say. He, he said that she, again, she was she wouldn't, I don't know what to do. She won't go like, she won't stop posting things. She right. like obsessed with me. I told her I have a girlfriend. He sent me a screenshot of him communicating with her on, um, like Facebook messenger saying, you're making my girlfriend uncomfortable. Please stop messaging me. Right. So what are you supposed to believe? Like, you're like, okay, like, yeah, yeah handled. he's taking care of it. Of course, I don't see the rest of it, which is probably like, just play along, <laughs> you know, <laughs> right? Just play along with this. It will be, I mean, it's just nuts. So there's so like, true. this all happened. I think it was that those two girls were within the first three months. So there was stuff immediately that happened that were major <laughs> flags. So now, now what happens? You guys are back together and let's go six months ahead. Okay. You're at six month mark. Are you still seeing red flags? Do you guys have ebbs and flows of like getting along and then bumpy red flag times or how'd that go? Yeah, a little bit of both. Um, things were really good um, through that summer. Um, and then he had an event in Hawaii around um, in September. <laughs> so he counted, he flew me to Hawaii with him for the event. Okay. Counted that as my birthday present. Yeah. Are you working with him? Sorry to interrupt, but are you working with yeah. him at this point? So, because you had no job in the very beginning, but now he's hired you as an employee. Basically. Yeah. So that okay. discussed and arranged and he was going to, yeah. So he was paying me to do some like marketing stuff for him, some like assistant type stuff for his business. Um, and again, Callie, who um, I said was the ex before me, she was completely immersed in the business. She was like his other half in the business. They did everything together. So that's what he likes. He likes to have this main girlfriend that's yes. completely immersed working for him in the business. The responsible one. All of the side, all the side people, all the peripheral, the 
people that are sort of at various levels of communication and relationships, but he's got the one main person and she's all, all of them. And I've talked to a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Smart, capable, yeah. like mm-hmm. good at marketing. I mean, like ready to just run with the business for him, basically. He yeah. just and you're still in a different state, correct? Like how long did it take? So we're, so we're jumping six months ahead, but are you still in a different state working still for him? State, okay. But at this point he's saying move down. Um, I'm looking for a job. Nothing's coming up where I'm living. I'm looking, um, at Southern California, not nothing's coming together. Um, and he says, move here. And I say, Oh, I mean, things are going well. Like, yeah. sure. He says, you'll obviously live, you know, I'll move in with him. You'll have a place oh. to live. Um, the whole so thing. He did invite you to move in. Yep. He did. Oh, so things start progressing six months in. we go to Hawaii. I'm things are progressing with like some job options in the area. And then, uh, he was super weird in Hawaii, like super strange. Something's off. I'm not Mm -hmm. sure what it is. Can't figure it out. Um, really uncomfortable. Um, and then like a week after we get back from Hawaii, he breaks up with me out of the blue for the Mm -hmm. first time and says he met somebody else. What? Yeah. He said he had been to an event. That's so Ben and I, (laughs) the first few chapters. (laughs) That's right. Because they're close to getting, yeah, they're close to getting so caught. And with Avery and him, when he was about to move her into the townhouse and he's like, so do we get to hear like, what the heck you found out what happened in Hawaii? Yes. So I mean, <laughs> those things. dying, I know <laughs> it's constant. Like it's sort of, to be honest, it felt like I was on, I was high. I mean, around him because yeah. it was so unreal to have somebody that just takes care of you like that. Like, I'll just take care of all of it. You just come along for the ride, just have fun. Like he's bringing you a beverage at the event and just, you know, making sure you're comfortable. He's very accommodating, like very like caregiver accommodating, very charming, a schmoozer, very over the top, um, all of it. So, you know, like I go making sure you have your coffee that you want in the morning, like all of the things. So you just feel like a princess the entire time. Plus he's paying for, you know, he's paying for everything. So you just are like, this is amazing. Like, who is this person? So you just feel like you're high all of the time. It's really, really the craziest, um, I've feeling I've ever had in my entire life with another person. That being said, there's the opposite end of that, which is the incredible low that you get when he does something like breaks up with you out of the blue. Yeah. And so that took about six months to get to that place. So you're on a high until about six months. And then it was like, I'm breaking up because I met someone else. And so that was your first experience of like, what the hell is going yes. on? Yes. It was the communication was there was no been nobody but you this entire time. I might haven't thought of anyone else, but you, um, and I've told my mom about you and I've told, you know, like I haven't felt about, um, anyone like this in so long. And then all of a sudden he's weird. And then he breaks up with you and it's, he's met somebody else at an event like that week or something. So here enter, here enters uh, girl number three and they're sort of on and off. And so it really was another woman. It wasn't just a lie. Oh my gosh. No, there really was. Oh yeah. my gosh. Okay. Um, but you were still working with him though. So you had to yeah. break up and then still work with him. Ugh. Oh, I like, no, uh, no. Oh, okay. 
yeah, I'm not going to work with you. And then yeah. not speaking to speaking to you. What um, is shit? Yeah. So, uh, I do believe though, from working, from working with him, I had a lot of his, I had passwords. So yes. I tried his password on his Instagram and it worked. So that's how I figured out who girl number three was. And then I was able to, cause I think maybe her Instagram was private. So once I could go through her Instagram, I could see where she was posting oh. um, and he just wasn't allowing it to repost on his page. Right. Okay. So he had this Instagram set up so that it would stop when she would tag him. When and did I- he give you those passwords? Like, did you obviously felt like I don't trust you? And he's like, here, no, he he had for, she had him for work. Yeah. Oh, for work. Oh, gotcha. Like password. It was work passwords to get into like files. And I just was like, I'm going to try this password on his Instagram. And it worked. Dumb shit. Was there a, was there a major (laughs) overlap between once you kind of dug a little bit, did you, had it been going on a lot sooner than before he was like, I met someone and no, I don't think I, I okay. don't think I started digging until he broke up with me. And then I was sitting there like not working and I was, had moved out of my house that I owned and rented it out. So I was staying with a friend because I was literally about to move down there. Exactly. So temporary, like living with a friend for two months and then going to move down there once my job offer came through. And now all of a sudden this whole situation is falling apart. So I'm thinking, I'm supposed to move down here for him, move in with him. I waited for a job offer. Now he's broken up with me. I have nowhere to move when I get down there. Oh my and, God. And then I'm just like sitting there all day, like heartbroken and stewing about all of this. And so I'm like, well, yeah. I got agent. what's going on. <laughs> Hell yes. <laughs> she went undercover. Like, bum, bum, bum. Yep. Bum, bum, bum. Totally. <laughs> so you didn't realize I had figured that out, you know, right off the bat. So I had access to it for a little while. Good girl. Don't ever give that. You can't give that stuff up. I mean, he did eventually bust me um, (laughs) (laughs) and then change the password. But But we sort of through that process, it was, it probably honestly was only a couple of weeks. And then he said, no, I'm, I'm done with her. I really want to be with you. So he came of back course. and did all of that. I he really saw want the to be light. With you. He saw the light. Yes. You're the love of my life, so Melissa. Please, so please right? come down. He had plans to go to an NFL game with her and he canceled on her and had me drive down. I rented a car and drove down and went to the game with him and like stayed for the weekend. <sighs> what a piece and of shit. And drove back and then continued to make plans to move down there. So, oh God. Yeah. Did so then, he like feed you, um, a story to eat you back? Like, I just got really scared. I have, a right. Bad I was just going to say that yeah. we're about to move in. I got cold feet because I love you so much. I mean, was it that he must've had some type of story? Cause you seem like a very sophisticated, smart, like, smart, like semi-dominant woman, you know, you could stand on your own two feet. So there is always that reversal that happens though, when you're the one being dumped or left, where all of a sudden, even the smartest, strongest person, male or female will go running back when somebody wants you back. So I'm just curious, is it, was it that natural instinct that made you go after him or did he feed you a bunch of garbage? 
So it's funny that you say that because that was one of the things I used to say the entire time. Like I've never, I've always been more comfortable being single than being with somebody. I'm fine doing my own thing. I like feel like I'm sort of the kind of person that doesn't yeah. put up with a lot of bullshit. Yeah. You know, so I'm like, how did I find myself in this situation? Sucks you in, man. It sucks you in so fast. And I remember- It's a whole even- different beast. Yeah. Totally. It's sure. totally. I mean, it's just like, it just blindsides you because I remember standing in my kitchen- Um, um, I remember standing in my kitchen one day and just asking myself if I trusted him and the answer was no immediately. And it's like, okay, well that should be a clue. Hello. Oh Um, yeah. Me too. Always feeling like you're waiting for, always waiting for the other shoe to drop, you know, like what's going to happen. And that was only within the first six months having thoughts like that. Yeah. But, but then here you are plowing forward, like sold my house, moving to a different state. Here we go. I mean, it's like, but it's that feeling like that drug. It literally is like a drug. I just don't know how to describe it any other way. Oh, we know. Um, We know all about it. Crazy high when you're around him. And then you almost feel like a withdrawal when you're not around the person. And lonely. Feeling more. Mm -hmm. I think it's called trauma bonding. Yeah. You get addicted um, to that high, high, low, low, high, high, low, low. It's this, it's a trauma bond. Yeah. Cause you, when they make up for it, when they make up for mm-hmm. the wrongs, it is so, it's so exciting to be, to be excited and in love with the idea of what if, and then when they whine you and they dine you and they buy you things, or they take you out and they're just so kind and loving and the attention, it feels wonderful, but it always fades. Um, I don't remember exactly what his excuse was for me okay. not being able to move in with him, but he definitely, I remember having the conversation and him giving me whatever reasons um, that like, it's not going to work out for us to live together. And I was like, wow, I cannot believe you're doing this to me at this point, but whatevs. So I came down um, for like a week on my own, went apartment hunting, had my interviews, did all the things, um, found a place to live and was like, I can do, I can do this. I'm fine. Holy shit. So he's begging you for you to take him back. But then he throws the bomb of, by the way, now you're not invited to move in with me. You have to get your own place. Yeah. You have to get your own place. Yeah. Did you have pets back then? Oh yeah. Was Uh, that why? Is he allergic or is a place with no pets? No, I honestly, I wish I could remember. I remember sitting on my back step of my house before I moved in with my friend. So it was a couple months before moving down. And I remember him finally like fessing up because I was like, I think we need to talk about this living situation. Like, how's this going to work, et cetera, because I'm getting close to an offer. And he just you know, he just skated his way out of it and finally like fessed up that he didn't make me didn't feel comfortable with it, etc. Okay. I don't know. And I was like, wow, you are the person that kept saying, move down here, move down here. Basically he, he, he literally, when the third girl came into the picture, he said, I can't. And he said this to other girls since then, I can't seriously date you until you live until we live, live here. Right? Yeah. Like I can't, th- we can't be more serious until you live here. So get down here. And then we'll like go from there. But he could have cared less when I moved down here. He didn't even right. help me. He was out of town. Oh, he's such a piece of shit. Were your intuition and instincts on high alert when he backed out of living together, even though you obviously ended up moving anyways, but were you just like, oh, fuck, something's, something's no. not right here? No, or were you just still in denial? No, I was just committed to moving at that point. I mean, I honestly had wanted to move out of where I was living anyways for a long time. So this was a good kind of, 
I guess, reason to push me and I needed a job Yeah, because my unemployment had run out a couple months oh. before at that point. So I, I sort of like, I had to follow through with it. I needed the job. I had no money and I was, I had already put everything in motion and I wanted out of where I was living anyway. So I was just full steam ahead. I'm doing this and okay. whatever happens with him is going to happen with him. So yeah. now, so now you're down in his state and you accepted a job offer, correct? Yep. Okay. So does that mean because now you are steadily employed that you are not able to assist him and travel with him for his photography gigs? Correct. Um, okay. I mean, I can do anything that's sort of local so mm -hmm. I can still help him with stuff locally. If there's an event that's local, I can help him with, but what was really fucked up was that a month after I moved down, granted he wasn't there to help me move in. He didn't help me actually like get my place set up. He literally stopped by and was like, Oh, Hey, <laughs> and like, Oh, he saw my place and then like dug through some of my hair products and then left. It was super weird. Um, and He's then so selfish, totally, totally. Ugh. Um, and then from there, literally the next month I was driving to work and he go, he's like, I'm thinking about moving across the country. Oh my God. Oh. What the F lost my You've mind. Gotta be kidding me. I almost lost my night. I was like, are you fucking kidding me right now? You just told me to move down here for you and you, you that you wouldn't consider us to like be seriously dating until I move. And then I move. And the next month you tell me you're thinking about moving across the country. Like, no. Sorry, what? Yeah. Oh God. He's sabotaging now. So I should have known, like, it's so obvious, you know, yeah. looking back at now, he didn't give a shit about me. If he's considering yeah. the second I get there, yeah. but I just was like oblivious. So anyways, um, did he extend the invitation for you to go to? Or was he just like, well, oh, this is how it's going to be. Yeah. And he didn't move. I mean, he ended up moving to across the country, just like he said, but it was uh, like more two over two years later mm -hmm. that he ended up doing it. Um, and of course I stayed for you and the whole, oh, the whole thing. But, oh yeah. Manipulated uh, manipulation tactics at its finest. January, 2016, he breaks up with me the second time. Jesus. Oh my for gosh. For no reason other. Okay. So the so first he's time a quarterly, he said, he's a quarterly breakup. Yeah. He's and yeah. the first time Every he says month. he met someone else. Did he meet someone else the second time too? No, I think, um, so it's nothing you did. It's just, he, he no, it was just... always tough that I did. He just would change the reason why. Oh so God. Uh, the first few times, it, oh, I think the first time he broke up with me, he said, I'm not, he wasn't attracted to me. He thinks of me like a sister. What the fuck? Maybe he <laughs> is gay. Got Maybe he is beautiful. Gay. He's I mean, an I, idiot. He I obviously look, is. I look at his photo <laughs> and that's why he jumps around from woman to woman. I mean, I think Ben possibly, I always tell you the same thing about Ben. I know. They just don't want to admit it because of their pride, but it's possible gay or, or bi maybe. So everyone does think that he's gay and yeah. I mean, you're beautiful. Like, hello. Stunning. <laughs> hello. Stunning. Yeah. Like he's got to have his head lodged up his butt so far. Yeah. So, like to, to that's, up. that's garbage. Yeah. It was, but it was always something like, okay, so not to get graphic, but my, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Right. Well, um, one of the other reasons he broke up with me, and this is still in the first, like within the first two breakups is that I wouldn't swallow. <laughs> God, <laughs> Jesus. Um, he likes and, boys. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> and then, wait, wait till you hear this part, Athena. 
the then the other one was he wouldn't consider a long-term relationship with somebody who um didn't want to have anal sex oh i mean oh wow and i didn't want to so no i mean if everyone left there's people that yeah to each their own to each, to their, each own. their own swallow anal whatever but whatever you love male female gay straight or any of those pronouns that i can't memorize still yet to each <laughs> their own okay but but i mean at the I, same time it's like what happened to open communication with your partner if you truly love someone talk about those things it's, it's not just like well if you don't do this this and this then i'm out like there's compromise no, you know Melissa I mean? needed to buy maybe, a strap on and do him up the butt. That's what needed to maybe happen. Maybe he's right, not doing right. something that you like. I'd be like, um, excuse me, what about my needs? Hello? Oh, like, so maybe selfish. there's not something. Oh, I'm so know. selfish. No. Yeah. He's self-admittedly selfish in bed as well. He's not, he's just like all about like, please, 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 please. Please me. me. Yeah. Um, but so actually in the Hawaii trip, when before the, right before the first breakup, I, we, I think we didn't have sex that entire trip because I mean, like the whole trip was off. It was miserable. Weather was awful. The trip was awful. I tried at one point to like, you know, like, Hey, do what he wants. Yeah. You know? And, um, that came up in topic months later. And I was like, dude, I was like trying to come on to you when we were in Hawaii and you wanted nothing to do with me. Like I, what, I'm sorry, what else do you want me to do? Like, it's always something that I'm not doing correct, right? That you can't be a man and grow a penis. That's what happened. Right. <laughs> no. Sorry. <laughs> and he said, he literally had said to me, you should have like gotten on your knees and sucked my dick until I got hard. And then we would have had sex. And I was like, oh I can't gosh. believe you just said that to me. But I know. That's, that's like when he gets into his end of the cycle mode that's the kind of stuff he says he's that mean. just is trying to be super hurtful yeah like you're, you're you're not good enough and so that just sets the stage moving forward is like you're constantly feeling insecure because you have to meet his standards whatever those may be and why am i not turning them on and- yes am i not this enough am i not that enough am i not you know what i mean it's what you aren't versus what what does he bring into the table and how do we all of a sudden like we get so consumed with pleasing our partner and whatever they need that we forget about our own needs. It well, blows I, my mind. I mean, that's what the whole relationship yeah. into was just me trying to keep yeah. him happy. And, and that's on all levels, like happy, yeah. happy on in bed, happy out of bed, like yeah, yeah most, in general, physically work. And, and most of the girls were doing this felt the same way because you always felt like if you could just try and keep him happy, then maybe he wouldn't be, he wouldn't cheat on you. So at this, the second breakup, I was like, what the fuck is going on here? There's like, this is not nor This is the situation is strange. Like, I don't know what's going on. So I was talking to my friend, the one that had, that knew him initially and sort of, you know, the sort of introduction, but not, not a real introduction came, came up. And I, I was explaining to him and I was like, he said, man, I think the guy's a sociopath. And I, so then that's when I started actually like Googling and looking things up and going, oh my gosh, finding, um, check, like checklists on Pinterest of um, characteristics of a sociopath. And I was like, oh my gosh, this guy meets so many of these. And then I reached out to, um, Callie, the previous ex and talked to her on the phone for hours. And we started comparing notes. And cause I was like, I need to talk to somebody that, understands what I'm going through because this is all so crazy. And I felt 
super alone and isolated. I had just moved to a new place. I just started a new job. I didn't have, I had one group of friends down here from that I'd known forever. Um, but otherwise I had relatively didn't have any family. I just, it was really tough. And then right as he was breaking up with me, my mom, my stepmom got um, diagnosed with breast cancer. So 2016 was probably the worst year of my entire life because I was going through all of this with him. My stepmom was sick and I felt like I couldn't be there because I was going through so, so much of my own turmoil. Yeah. And it was, it was a complete nightmare. I mean, and that's, that was my worst year too. That's when I lost my nephew. I lost Jen. Um, yeah, 2016 was a, a bad year, but just like you, I had moved to another state again. You don't have family. You don't have a support system. Yep. And so it's almost like you're more likely to fall for it. Like you need some kind of support system and that's the person that gave it to you. So when they come back, it's easier to accept them because you don't have anything else. So I didn't, so we initially tried to be sort of friends for a while after that um, and just kind of talk sporadically. And then he invited me to, this was super weird. He invited, he had a free hotel stay from work. Um, and so he invited me for the weekend or I guess it was just an overnight trip. And he like started crying on the trip and said, I think I'm a sociopath. And I was just, oh. what is happening here? And at that point I already was like, I don't know what to believe and what not to believe. And do I believe that your tears, do I not believe your tears? Like, is this a show? Is this not a show? Nothing happened. We didn't sleep together. To me, it was like, we've broken up. This is just platonic. We're trying to be friends at this point. Um, and then a couple weeks after that, um, he got sick and asked me to come over and like, so I brought him, I went to Whole Foods and got him soup and got him um, like electrolytes and all this stuff and brought it to his house. And he was like, will you stay and cuddle with me? So I did. Okay. So then <laughs> like a week later, I uncover on Instagram again, he's, he was dating somebody the whole time, oh the, same, the same night that I had the same day I had come over and he was sick and I brought him all that stuff. He had oh taken, gosh. it was a girl's birthday and he took her out for a birthday dinner. Was he even <laughs> sick? You think? Or was I don't, he just a boy? I don't oh, Cause that Pinterest article should have been like fake illnesses, right. <laughs> check, right. lies, multiple dating. God, like, had I no only remorse. known about sociopath, I didn't even think oh. to look at sociopath until after the fact, after oh, five years later, then also I was like, wait, something's not right. You should unblock me, girl. I was sending you articles. I know, I know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, but, but Ams, like I was researching and like had that thought in my head and I talked to the previous ex and I still, I'm still, I still I know. like two months after the breakup or, or however long it was at that point, I think it was like a, probably a full two months and he came back again. And, and the like, fact no, that you would even be his friend, like that's after everything he did for you, you still wanted to be friends. My, yeah. I, my friends, my sister, hi, Roxy, don't kill me. But, um, I always saw the same thing. I'm like, he doesn't deserve to even have you as a friend. I've done it multiple times as well. hundred percent guilty with a few different boyfriends and the ex-husband. But, um, it's like, why do we do that? It's so weird. You just got to cut him off cold Turkey and it's easier said than done. I was driving myself completely insane, stalking Instagram. Yeah. Oh and, yes. And reaching. Out. I've talked about that a million times. I'm like, Athena, I knew more about your life than you probably did. Cause I know. every day I'm like, what's Athena doing? What's Lexi doing? What's this person <laughs> Avery doing? 
I, I had like the key players. There's probably like 10 key players that I constantly had to keep tabs on. You're like, did you not, yes. did you not know I was married to Athena? You're like, did you see my Facebook profile? <laughs> You're like, no, I didn't stalk you. I, I was like, I, yeah, I, I never saw your pictures. Cause I, I, you know, I did because I, I had to. I had to I, because but, it's my yeah. only way that I because was. Because I was anything. happy and moved on. But if I yes. was you and I was, you would be doing this. I yeah. was doing that. Yeah. So, but in that yeah. moment, it was opposite. But boy, don't you guys agree that it's so much wasted time that you lost yes. of your life? Like, and the thing is, uh, Melissa, same me. thing. Like, ever since him, I mean, do you feel the need to stalk? I don't stalk anymore. Like, I don't waste my time. Like, it's like once that was over, I don't feel the need no, to do it anymore. But when you're in it, you do. Yeah. You know, because you have the feeling in your stomach, you just like know. You have that yes. stomach and you just know. And you like, and he has a very specific type. So anytime I would see any girls that like fit this mold that he liked, I was like, I just, the pit in my stomach grew. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh no. Did she, you fit the type, the mold? Are you the norm for him? Um, Yes. Yes. And no, like, um, he prefers, he prefers sort of a different hair color, but yeah, he likes petite, like, um, blue eyes. Um, see, I thought Ben had a type, but he kind of doesn't, he's had very much the spectrum, tall, short, brunette, blonde, blue, blue eyed, brown. Like I thought it was like Athena. So you're like constantly looking for the Athena's. And then you're like, wait, that's not, oh, she's got dark brown hair. Oh, like, oh, yeah. oh no, now I got to watch out for the brunettes because I thought he was only into blondes and oh, I have totally. to look for the brunettes and, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? No. Like, and oh. then D was four months before me, right? But they only lasted four months. But I knew the girlfriend before, 100% opposite from me. Michelle, she's like, I think almost six feet tall. Yes. No makeup. El yes. Naturel. Yeah. Um, she looks like that varsity or college volleyball player or basketball player. Like, you know, like I was the gymnast Crazy. cheerleader. It is Fa- funny. I played fast pitch. I may, but yeah, she seemed very um sweet and loyal, giving. Like he took advantage, I think. But then I don't think she had that feisty side like all the rest of us might, but who knows? Maybe she did. But Melissa, like to your point, like once you zone in on what you think that is what he would go for you, you notice every little person that writes a comment, yeah, posts a picture, you're constantly eyeing that person. So, and honestly, when, when I saw D Deanna, yeah, I had seen her prior to ever finding out he yeah. was with her. I was like, mm, I kind of knew my instincts kind of went there, even though I, I didn't figure it out, but my instincts yeah. must've, because I, kind of zoned in on her, like, mm, I should kind of check in on her every once in a while or whatever. Yeah. It's funny because of back then and within the first year, and I knew what his type was, I was really obsessed with any girl that looked like that type. And that was commenting a lot or liking every single one of his Instagram posts later on. Um, after the fact, I realized he was having random hookups when he was traveling that were, was anybody and everybody. So exactly. like, he, he has like varying levels of situations going on. And mm-hmm. I think the type, his type was for somebody that he was going to bring more closely in and actually date them. Yes. Mm-hmm. People like he was hooking up. I mean, his, he, he was hooking up with any, like, yeah, yeah. Vagina, he was hooking up with them. Any and I, shape like, sizes. Does it matter? It's yes. just, it's yeah. just who he presents on his arm. 
Yes. yes. Exactly. That's yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was us So too. I didn't realize any of that was going on until way after the fact. I thought he was just like me as the center with a, like the peripheral of, um, periphery of girl of girls that were his type. I didn't know all the random hookups were happening along the whole, the whole time as well. Tell us what happens now. He obviously gets you back. Yeah. So he gets me back, but right off the bat, there's somebody that I'm like eyeing on Instagram that. Oh my God. Never ending. (laughs) I asked him about it right up front and he was like, um, no, nothing's going on with her. And I was like, you better leave that girl alone. She's 22. Like, I don't know how I knew her age, but maybe it was somehow via Instagram. I could, you know, where you can, if you stalk enough and you find what they're Happy birthday, all the happy birthday yeah, posts. Yeah. Exactly. Facebook. That yeah. I'm like, dude, the girl's 22. <laughs> leave her alone. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, he proceeded, she stayed in the picture. This girl stayed in the picture for six months. Oh my God. And he was basically dating both of us for the next six months. She had left um to go like on a European summer vacation. So she was gone for a while and he went to visit her and lied. Oh my God. No, I'm going on a trip to go shoot, you know, whatever a location. And then I found out right before he left that, no, he was going, he was going to see her. I think that we as females, and I think this is something that's good to talk about for, for listeners here is that we as females always want to be like, we want to think we're the, we're the special one, the numero uno. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We're the special one. We're different from the others. Oh, totally. Relationships. We have something special that the other relationship didn't have, et cetera. So things are going to be different with us. Yes. hundred percent. And so we, and it's not, (laughs) yes, that was a long time. Like him, him, his relationship with Callie ended you know, it's been two to three years since that ended. So that was, you know, that was a while ago. That was their situation. That was their relationship. That doesn't mean it's my relationship. That doesn't mean that's what's happening here. And so I explained it away in my head that way. And then after talking to him about it, he would just like Ben, he would say, she, she's crazy. She was Mm -hmm. obsessed with me. I couldn't get rid of her. I had to, um, she followed me down here when I moved. Um, she, I had to tell her that I was gay to try and get her, get her, um, to get rid of, like get her away from me. So he said all of those things. And then he also said, this reminds me of, um, Am's because this happened to you too. Here's her phone number. Oh yes. Call Call her. She'll tell you the whole thing. So you called, I never had enough guts to call and he gave me several girls phone numbers. I have no idea if they were real phone numbers or not, because the challenge that I feel like that puts you in is that. Now you I look like a psycho. Yes, if I <laughs> yeah. calls, I'm the crazy yeah. one. Yes. I'm trying to check up on him and yes. I don't see them. Right. Yes. Yep. Cause I never, I never, he, call, yeah. never mm-hmm. called anyone directly that he gave me their number. I always I contacted know. people on my own through typically like Facebook messenger. Yeah. Me too. Same. I mean, yeah, I definitely reached out. I called who I thought was Avery. So it made me feel a lot better talking to this woman and like, okay, I'm glad I, I talked to her. She, said nothing's going on. She apologized profusely. Never in a million years did I think I was not talking to her and there was someone else. And so, I mean, wow. My low point was I suspected a girl on Instagram who lived in the area and he, oh, single moms loved him. I don't know why, or he would reach out to single moms. Ben loves single moms. He's all over that. Like, or dog lovers, animal, animal lovers, lovers animal moms, lovers, yeah. Or women who want kids, he's um, all over it. 
Yeah, loves it. So um, she was a rep for um, Coca-Cola and I went over to his apartment and he had so much Coca-Cola. With all the cans in it, he had like Coke and Diet Coke and Sprite and Diet Sprite and like all this stuff like packed on his counter. Where'd you get that, Carl? Exactly. Where did yeah, you get Yeah, you that? shady biatch, Carl. He was like, oh, Safeway was having a sale. And oh, I of my course. Because his team was always over, his team, like, was always over and he needed to have, like, be able to feed them and have drinks for them, the whole thing. So. Always a story. So my low point was two o'clock in the morning, I wake (laughs) up and I put this together. I'm like, the girl that I'm suspecting is the Coke rep. All this Coke is on his kitchen counter. And I message her on Facebook Messenger. You are so part of our ex-wives undercover. Like, you are an FBI agent, just like we are. So she, I've had those moments where you're like, ding, ding, everything's come together. I must reach out. Especially in your sleep. Okay. But keep going. Right. When you wake up out of a sleep, it's like stewing about it. You're just like, I have to know. I can't, I can't sleep. Like I'm, I have to know. Yes. It's your spirit guides. They've dropped messages in your head. I'm telling you, man. So oh and you'll appreciate this, Ams. I contacted her under the disguise of I was sort of <laughs> in the area and I needed a, a, a really great hairstylist and she had really great hair. And so I was like, <laughs> stylist. Oh, so I wish I was that good. I was like, bitch, who are you? Nipson. Like, I don't even pretend to be anyone. I'm just like the dumb shit reaching out like a crazy <laughs> mofo. At two in the morning, who's asking about me asking That's for, true. for a hairstylist? <laughs> hey, it's three o'clock. Oh like no, you have great hair. <laughs> you do wait, you did this at two in the morning. Oh my yeah, god, she responded back That's... immediately. Oh, like, immediately. Oh, and she was like, Oh um, my god, I was sort of like, That is great. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, blah blah blah. Now, really this is the Coca Cola rep. Yeah, I don't know who she. I, so, yeah, she, so she, folks, this, we don't mean Coke. We say Coke or cocaine. We Coca, mean Coca Cola. Yes. Coca Cola is in the <laughs> beverage. She's, she's up from caffeine. Nothing illegal. Okay, <laughs> yeah. got it. Soda pop. Soda pop. Soda. Um, oh man! Anyway, and she was immediately. She's like, I don't know what's going on, but because I, I mean, I elaborated and was like, I also see that you're friends with somebody that I'm dating. Oh yeah, you just oh, that she saw she, she saw through you. She saw through your story, woman. Of course. <laughs> she, you know, she. I mean, she responded and didn't really give me anything. Oh, I, hate that. I know, but of course, the next day I was in trouble because you're the crazy, being the crazy person. Reach, he's like, you're reaching out to all these girls and nothing's going on, and, he, and that's when he's like, there was a sale at Safeway, and so I got all the stuff. I still don't believe it. But- oh no way! They bring out the crazy in us. Okay, they bring out the crazy in us. Who am I? Who have I become? Like, I what know. am I doing with my life? Like, I know I'm taking Xanax because I just like want to bark yep. all day long. Yep. Um, I just need to take the edge off so that I can like go to work. I feel like this is like our story. <laughs> like, yep. And check, check, and, and check, check, and shit yourself in somebody else's yard almost. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, yeah. Just, I mean, we, right? deleted, we deleted that out of the podcast, but Amber had very bad. I mean, I still always have shoes. I always That's do every day still, bad. but Amber had bad stomach. Well, issues. me and Melissa have talked about the stomach oh, issues. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Like we joke on text, like it's something about our exes that makes you have to shit yourself like crazy I, I had to say room cut out I had to talking about it, it oh just no oh it's terrible stress is a bill like three and a half years later and I still like just like empties everything out 
Um, but yeah, I mean, so I was, I started seeing a therapist once a week. I got a prescription for Xanax and I went off of social media. Good girl. Like, Did you break up with him though? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. You cannot oh get off social media if you're not broken up. I know. So I like went off of everything. And honestly, I, oh. I, I limited- love that. He probably loved that you were off social media. Well, it was great. It was great because I wasn't driving myself completely insane. I actually remember this. I remember going, what happened to Melissa? Like, I remember you not, like, yeah. all of a sudden going, gosh, she hasn't posted anything. I haven't seen oh. her, like, on social. I remember that. And, and literally the last time I posted oh. on my Instagram was 2016. But like, I was in my own personal hell with Ben at the right. same time parallel that you were with Carl. Yeah. <laughs> so we, if we yeah. only knew yeah. what we were, that we were all going through. Mm, yes. Right? The same crap. I legitimately thought he was doing better in 2017, yeah. but it's because okay. I was off of social media and not stalking him. Exactly. Right. But he really wasn't. He was still doing oh, all the things. It was just, it was just hidden. Weren't stalking. So, he was so you didn't know. You just turned a blind eye. And we're on Xanax. I don't know about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're on some Xanax, but. I knew I wasn't, um, I wasn't being as crazy about all of that because I wasn't yeah. on social media. So oh, just, damn. Which is See? healthy, which is healthy for which you. Which is good, but it's like, just like with me, I blocked Athena. I blocked anyone. Like when you close those doors, it's like you're willingly kind of turning a blind eye to it when it's right in front of your face. Yep. So he was still doing all the things, mm -hmm. but I just wasn't as aware. And so I wasn't driving my own self as crazy about it. So I felt like things were better and he was saying things were better and he was doing better. And I was all just bullshit. Always. Yeah. 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 Um, because after the fact, you know, talking with some of the girls, I realized that the entire last, well, the entire last year and a half that he was living here, he was dating another girl. She, cause she contacted me after he moved and told me that they had been together and like been seeing each other off and on that entire time. And I was like, Oh my God. And I, here I thought he was like, things were better. Um, but yeah. So, I mean, so he came back from his trip with dad and was like, I'm in it with you. It's just you and I like saying all the things. And then I think after that, he broke up, um, with me again for whatever reason, Oh, because I think he said, that he was not, um, I, I, usually I'm not meeting his needs sexually. He comes up with some excuse, right, for that. Um, and I, I wanted to, I told him at one point, I was like, I'm gonna make a calendar and every time you deny, like you don't wanna have sex, I'm gonna make you initial on the calendar mm -hmm. so that when you try and hold this against me after the fact and break up with me after the fact and tell me that I'm the one that doesn't want to have sex with you enough, I can bring you the calendar and go, look, out of 30 days last month, you said no to me X amount of days. So mm -hmm. not me. Exactly. Because <laughs> I was like, this is a bunch of bullshit. Journal so that shit. Oh my gosh. I have to. started talking about living together just briefly because I think that, um, was something was going on with like, you know, it's, it's crazy expensive to live here. So anyways, we had sort of talked about living together and we had come to, um, we've gone to dinner and we were going to talk about some of like the details about moving in together. And I, and I, I sometimes I'm like, did, was he saying this stuff to just, because he knew I would be like, fuck, no, I'm not agreeing to that. And that would be his out to not have to mm. live together. Or is he actually serious? I don't know. But here's what he says. He's like, okay, so 
you know, you don't have to pay rent. I can cover that. We'll get a cleaning service. You know, we'll have somebody come every two weeks because he's as clean, clean and tidy as I am. I was like, okay, perfect. And then with the dogs being there, all of, all of that. Um, and then he says, so, and then I want it. He's like, I'm going to write, I'll type this all out. I'll write it all out so that we can have this agreement. I'm like, sure, that's fine, whatever. And he's like, and I'm going to put in the agreement that we need to have sex every day. <laughs> Oh, I have to okay. chime in for this one. Agreement, yeah. like really, right. really, yeah. And I was like, "Are you serious right now?" Yeah. And he's like, "Well, I know," and and I'm also like, "Also every day." Yeah, <laughs> I don't know very many people that realistic. And he goes, "Okay, well, I'm willing to compromise to five days a week instead of seven days a week." And oh, I'm like, thank no. you. Wow. Okay, it's a compromise right there. And we're at a restaurant and there's people literally sitting right next to at a table, basically right next to us. So I'm like, I can't freak out in the public, but I'm like, this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard of. You've taken all the fun out of it, out of sex with your partner. This is not what it's supposed to be. It's not supposed to be a a chore. I used to say that to Ben. I was like, it is now a chore. It's another thing to my laundry list of things that I do that I'm obligated to do. Right. So I was like, I absolutely would never agree to that. Never, ever in a million years would I ever agree to that. Like you've just ruined all of the fun. I mean, like it's supposed to be a fun thing Mm -hmm. and you've just ruined that. So I, again, I, I thinking back on it now, I'm like, I wonder if he was just saying that because he he knew that you'd be like, hell no. Yeah. He needs an out that because he's not going to live with anybody. There's no way he doesn't live with people because that would wreck his then he doesn't have control over his environment and who's coming and going and like the whole thing. Yep. You know, I would sometimes have feelings come up that just randomly about some of the other girls. Um, Oh, because here's what happened in the airport. So on the way to Thailand, we had a like 12 hour um, layover in Shanghai. And when we went back through security and to check the bags, um, the security opened his bag and there were tons of condoms in it. Oh God. Oh, okay. And, so and I, it was like past, I had already gone through and, and, but I had like was close enough that I saw it and he was just like dumped it all into the garbage can. So, oh, my God. um, and so when he came out, my face was just probably like white as a ghost. And I went back, I went back and I looked in the garbage and saw all the condoms in there. And this is the third time we've had a, con- a situation with condoms before one time when early, early on, I found condoms in the um, pocket door of his car when I had borrowed it. Um, another time I found a condom wrapper and condom off the back deck of his apartment when I was <sighs> walking the dog to go to the bathroom. Red flags everywhere. Um, and he always explained it away. Oh, somebody like always an explanation. Always. Oh, those are old. I just never cleaned up my car. Oh, the gay, the, my gay mm-hmm. friends forever had been staying and that, that, that was them. Like, oh, yes. And he's like, and then the airport, he was like, oh, we had been traveling or, you know, we had been broken up at the time. And so I just had those in my bag while we were broken up. And I was just like, it's such bullshit, right? I don't Always. find any of this. So I'm like instantly Xanax. And then he's trying to tell me, um, he's trying to tell me, okay, well you can, um, he's going to send me home. He's like, if you can't like pull it together and deal with this, like just get on the next flight and go home. 
And I'm thinking, okay, this is my birthday trip. Like this isn't a work thing for you. This is my birthday trip. I picked the location. We're going on this together. And oh, this, this was, wasn't a work thing at all. No, this, was this wasn't like Hawaii where he's like, this was, uh, oh, I got this because you had gone on the trip with the, uh, the European, um, like you'd gone the year before with the European trip, the, the girl. And then, so I made him go to, um, Italy and Greece with me that year. So now we're in 2017. We're going on a birthday trip for me. And now he's pissed because I saw this. Now it's my fault. I can't pull it together. So you have to go home. So then um, for him, his, his life is so rough. He gives me his phone and I'm like, he's like, here, go through it. There's nothing happening. There's nothing going on. There's no other girls. There's nothing. So I'm like scrolling through his phone, which if you've done that, that's enough to just make you want to vomit. Just going through his phone was like, just looking at his phone made me ill. Like I never, I didn't want to touch his phone. I didn't want to have anything to do with his phone because I knew everything that was happening was happening through his phone. Mm -hmm. So, So, you know what I had forgotten and just, um, I don't know if you guys, either of you ever knew this, but with Ben and another ex-boyfriend after him, Brad, they both had those hidden apps. Yep. Hidden apps on your phone where you don't even see them. Mm-hmm. They look like something else. You tap them. You have to press a special button. Yeah. And then it's the secret like text. It's not the WhatsApp. It's nothing like it that. wouldn't it's, jump right at you. Like it's freaking no. hidden. Some hidden. of them are invisible. Yep. They're a blank space and they know we'd like to tap them. Yep. So what's interesting is I totally wouldn't put it past him to have any of that. The girls um, that I talked to after the fact, the girls that worked with him um, said that he used to use WhatsApp to communicate with everyone. And for a while, as one of the conditions to like be back with him, I said, I want access. I like gave him a list of thing requirements in order for us to be back together. And one of them was like, I want access to everything. I want all of your passwords. I not because I want to check it, but I want all your passwords. I want access to your phone. I want like fingerprint to your phone. I want everything. So he gave me an iPad that had all access to everything on it. And then they just go create extra accounts. Yeah. And <laughs> seen the list of numbers that were blocked in there though. Cause I was like, mm. are all these people? so you just like, just went like Amber. yeah. Oh yeah. So I list them my long, but I had access to Facebook, Gmail, like WhatsApp, everything. And there was nothing anywhere. But the problem was, is that, um, when I would start looking at it would be when he'd be traveling. Cause I'm like, what is he actually up to? True. Um, and he was in Hawaii one time on a trip and I could see him texting when he was meeting up with some girls and I'm like, who are these girls start questioning him? And he just wiped the entire iPad from Hawaii. Like, I'm not dealing with you and all of mm. your questions. And I'm not yep. nothing's going on. I'm just having like drinks with a couple of friends. And then you get punished. The iPad. You get punished for his bad behavior. Yep. Always. always yeah. yeah. It's always, he's always in control no matter what he's going to, he's always going to up the ante and agree to stuff to get you, get me back. But then he's going to still be in control of it. At the always. End of the day. Always. So, um, okay. So I'm jumping around. Sorry. So no, in good. Thailand, the condom situation thing has happened. So I'm already like a little like, Oh God, this is all still going on. Even though I thought we, things were better. So we're on, um, we'd like gotten ice cream and we're on the ferry going to the islands. And I had made a sort of a, you know, like the feelings were there The like, you know what I mean? I, so I made like a snide passive aggressive comment to him about the ex from last year. Yeah. And he just, when he go, when he flips the switch and is done, he flips the switch and his eyes go completely dead. 
Yeah. And he is like another person, like, like he's got no soul. Like it's yeah. the weirdest, weirdest thing ever. And he's just absolutely done with you. So we're on the ferry and he's done. He is done. And I'm like, let's, you know, like, let's talk about this, you know, like, yeah, I made a comment, but you know, whatever, whatever, we're going to go on our vacation. And he was just like, no, I'm done. When you, we get off the ferry, you're going to like, I'm going and you're going to go your way. And I was like thinking, well, okay, that's, what does he mean? You know what I mean? Like, I've got to like, no, right. We're going to, we're going to go on the trip, whatever. And he's just, no, nope. He is done. He's not doing this anymore. He's done with me and my comments. He's not having it. So Mm -hmm. we get off the ferry and he's like, you go wherever you go. I'm going this way. And I just, at that point, I sort of felt like this is survival mode. I cannot be left in Thailand. I have no functioning cell phone. I have no money. I, all the hotel reservations are in his name. He has that control of absolutely everything for this trip. I have nothing. And I can't be left in Thailand. And it was like starting to get dark out. I'm like, I can't be left here. So I'm in, I'm literally feeling survival mode. I have to do whatever. I just have to go with him. That's so absolutely I, frightening, by the way. Absolutely frightening. He's such a piece of shit. Yeah, I'm like, I'm in a foreign country. I don't speak the language. I've never been here before. And you're going to fucking leave me at the ferry terminal. So I just followed him and got in the cab with him and went to the hotel with them and he checked in for the room and then we sat in the lobby and the only reason he allowed me to come into the room because I'm I'm cheap and he knows that I'm cheap and I don't like to spend a lot of money um and he was like the only way I will let you come is if you Venmo me for half of the hotel room immediately oh my god I hate him I hate him so much so I was like I don't have a choice like I mean and, and whatever I need a place to stay tonight Right. So I just Venmoed in the money and then he like calmed down and like went back to sort of a more normal state. It was the weirdest, scariest thing I've ever experienced. He is such a piece of shit. Awful. Because everything that you were feeling is because of every single thing that he's ever done to you. Yep. And, and now he's punishing you for all the horrible things that he has done to you and the person that he turned you into. And it's just, it's, it's beyond it's when it's that feeling like we've talked about amber and i both we're like you just would explode out of your skin completely it's not fair like help what the fuck is happening and you just have to suck it up and do what you have to do because you're in this foreign country and it's yep. uh, you're at us like every whim like you have to do what the fuck you need to do to survive to get through it were you starting at this point to think i want out i don't want to do this anymore i mean that was a thought process throughout pretty much the entire thing. But I just got, I mean, the problem is, is that you get so conditioned to the drama and the cycle and the abuse of it and yeah. um, the highs and lows. And then it starts to, you start to feel numb to it. And mm. I mean, you guys know, you start to feel sort of numb and you start to just like not have as much of a reaction to it. And mm-hmm. you're just like, well, here we go again. Here- Very true. Very true. This is what we do. Abuse. It's abuse. You, yep. It becomes abuse becomes your norm. Manipulation becomes your norm. Mm-hmm. And it's so sad because when you move into a health relationship, it becomes unusual and uncomfortable. And yeah, it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> what? Um, yeah. And then there was part of me that during the like really low times, I would feel so low that I would want him. I would want him, even though I knew what the ending result of having him back would be. I still wanted, 
I was still willing to consider it because I just wanted the feeling of how low the low was to go away. And that was the stuff that would make me think, God, I realize why people have drug and alcohol problems, because when you feel this low, you just want it to go away. It's so incredibly painful. Um, I mean, having all these other girls involved, it makes you feel like someone's like stabbed you in the knife with a knife in the stomach and the heart at the exact same time. It's just, mm-hmm. the well, yeah, I mean, we're just feeling like, why, why can't he just love me? Like, what is wrong with me? Am why I can't this there? just be enough? Right. Yeah. Why am I not enough? How come the words don't match the actions ever, ever. They can say the most amazing things, but the behaviors never align. And that's the, just the craziest part of it. Right. Like, wow you know, everything to say, and you know how to up the ante every single time to get me to like reconsider this, but you never, you have no follow through. What was the final straw of when you're like, okay, I'm going to be done with this for good. No more. So I think, um, when we were doing therapy at the end of 2017, we sort of, I knew he was checked out and like, was not into it. And, um, we had done this attachment, um, in therapy, they had us do this attachment test. And it was interesting because he scored, I scored like, I think in the nineties for attachment style. And he scored in like the thirties for attachment style. And I was like, Oh, that is interesting. Like, not surprising because I think I was always really longing to have a connection. I mean, that's what we have relationships for because you, I mean, and all humans want connections with other humans, right? I could never actually like truly connect with them. So being in the relationship, I always felt super lonely. Like it was very painful to be in the relationship with them because it was lonely and I couldn't have that connection that I wanted with them. So that was very eye opening to see how low he scored or how far apart we were on the scale. Um, And then we sort of agreed to, I guess, break up through therapy. And I was like, well, this seems like amicable and a healthy way to just be done with this right before New Year's, et cetera. So we did that and didn't speak for a couple of weeks. For some reason, got back in touch again, um, probably because he messaged me. And he was um, on the East Coast for work. He did typically a January, an annual trip for work each year. And he said, I think, you know, finally I'm thinking about like, I'm looking at apartments while I'm out here. And I was like, great, you should like do it because I knew mm-hmm. the only way I'm going to get this guy out of my life if he moves over with is he, we don't, he needs to like, we have to, he needs to go and across the country sounds great, <laughs> but it's so, never that easy. So I was like, for, perfect. So anyways, um, that trip happened. And by March of 2018, he was gone. So you guys were done. So, and we sort of hung out and like dated, I guess, um, until he left. And then he didn't tell me he was leaving. I took him to the airport and he texted me and said, I'm not coming back. Oh, and it probably hurt, but it's the best thing that ever happened to you. It was awful. I mean, it was really painful and really awful, but I knew that it was my only way out of this. Yeah. Because it's forced upon you. Yeah. But those motherfuckers, they still come back. They still, like you were saying, he leaves notes on your cars. He leaves the the text messages thinking about you. Like until you make the effort to say, nope, door's closed. It's falling on deaf ears. You can tell me all you want to tell me how much I'm the most amazing thing on the earth. Like it's really ultimately up to you to to be dumb because they won't. They, They feed off that attention. They want to know that they can have you if they want. 
It's yep. just kind of holding off and waiting for them to come back and, you know. So he even tried to say that we would have, well, he claimed that the reason why we broke up to other people is that I wouldn't move there with him. And I was like, of course, I'm not going to move there with you. I, I moved here for you and you just up and left. So that tells me a lot about how you feel about me, Yeah, uh, which is, you know, clearly nothing. And so then we sort of like, I went out there once and he came back for work a couple times, did another, did I think one or two more events with him that summer. And then he had an event in Greece, um, over my 40th birthday. And so he invited me to go with and bought me a ticket and he uninvited me to go at the end of July. So I, that was, that was pretty much like, I'm done with this. Like this yeah. is so absurd. I, I'm, you uninvited me for my 40th birthday trip. He, his reasoning was like, well, you're not going to, we're not going to have sex. You're not going to, you know, like, it's not going to be good. You're going to be whatever. He just, he knew I was checked out at that point. So he uninvited me on the trip and I was just like, fuck you. And then, um, after that, um, that September is when the girl who had been dating him for the last year and a half reached out and told me a lot of stuff. And I was just like, wow, oh my God, it wasn't nearly, it was, yeah, he was doing all the things the whole time he was on. And he, he, when I did finally talk to him, he admitted he was on two dating apps the entire time we were together. Um, she knew that he was, yeah, like that he had been doing random hookups and sleeping with people when he was traveling and when he was here at home. I mean, he had, there was always other people. Yeah. I mean, it's taken a long time to just like sort of heal. And And have you dated since? I have not. (gasps) What? You're so gorgeous. Shut up. Well, a couple. Have you found yourself again? Are you back to you? Are you rooted again? Yes. Yes. So now it's just about you taking that step to. Meet it someone. took probably a couple of years. I mean, he's been gone for three and a half years. That's healthy. A good couple of years for me to feel even like think about the idea of dating. Yeah. And it sort of like would trickle. Like I'd have like moments where I tr- maybe okay, no, still no. But honestly, I would be open to it. Um, honestly, it's so atrocious here. Like you get on a dating app and it's not good. And so it's like a waste of time. I'm like, I'm not going to sit here and just swipe through all these people. Are you saddled there where you are now? Or are you, I, cause I don't see any like pictures on your walls hung up or anything. <laughs> so I'm just saying like, um, I might know somebody. What advice would you give? Yes. I mean, do you feel like you'll, it was a good enough learning experience after all this that you don't feel like you'll fall for something like this again, or what would be your top kind of advice for someone either going through it or single and how do you steer clear from somebody like this? Yeah. I mean, I think my biggest error was I knew from the beginning that I didn't trust him and I didn't listen to that. So just like with everyone, you know, you got to trust your gut feeling. That was my biggest learning lesson um, that I really pay attention to now. Um, If you don't, if it doesn't feel right, something's not right. And I'm, you know, I, it was the most traumatic experience I've ever been through, but I honestly feel like yeah. what I've gained from it has made me better, which I guess is good. Um, the fact that I pay attention to those feelings now and listen to them and know that they're right. 
Um, I feel way more empathetic um, than I used to. Um, so I feel like there's been some good, yeah, some definitely some positive things that have come out of it. And I also definitely have a different view on people in my life and relationships. I just don't have any space or any, um, you know, any room for people that seem sketchy or don't seem trustworthy or reliable. I just don't. I'm like, nope, not doing that again. I've had even friends, like girlfriends that are a little bit, mm, Mm-hmm. You know, like flaky, not trustworthy. And I'm like, no, I'm not just, or just negative, me. just negative, yeah. not adding anything to your life. It's like, bye-bye. The older we get, it's yeah. Yeah. Ugh. We that shit out. No apologies. Just not doing it. Not being, you know, just being more careful about who you let in. I, it's hard to say for other people because, um, you know, I didn't know what I didn't know going into it. I had never encountered sort of like evil like that before and or personality disorders I didn't know anything yep. about them, which is why it's so great that you guys are doing this to create the awareness for other females because you know even when I did start researching I still you know took him back and took him back and took him back so it's like I guess don't beat yourself up because you're going to be done in your own time frame and when when you're going to yeah be done, that's right we have a different threshold and not to judge other people who've Cause we kind of look like dumbasses, not kind of, we do, but, <laughs> but unless you're in it and living it, nobody will ever understand. Well, yeah. I mean, cause I'll never stop, understand. You stop telling people about what's going on because it's so embarrassing and it sounds so ridiculous. And you know, that that's the sad part. I mean, I, the people that are still in my life, I, from who know a lot about what went on, were very, um, not judgmental and sort of gentle on me during it which is what I needed. So I guess, yeah, be kind, be kind to others if they're going through something like this, because it's yeah, absolutely and traumatic. And once again, if you like what you're hearing, please don't forget to leave us a five-star review. Also, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can find us on Instagram, Pinterest, Twitter, Facebook, and of course, you can always visit our site at www.xwivesundercover.com.